Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Welcome to Curious Conversations with Tully and Sarah. We sit down and chat with business owners, entrepreneurs, and some of the best conversation starters. This is a podcast about real-life lessons and people doing cool shit. Tully Louise, how are you? Hi, I'm good. Welcome to another episode. Curious Conversation. It's actually a pretty special episode. Yes. So we did another live. We did a thing. It wasn't a planned thing, but we did a thing. Yeah. So if anyone listens to our podcast, we have spoken about our other business called Fifi and we had our first ever live event last night. Mm. And we had Solomon, which again, if you listen to the podcast, you've heard Sarah speak about Solomon, her therapist, and we also had him on the podcast. But he actually came on, so we are like, mm, why don't we just record a podcast? Because we were all having a chat, yep. Sarah, myself, and Solomon. And why we had him on was because what kept coming up in FIFI is, was that women want to invest, but they really lacked the knowledge about how to invest and confidence. And I was talking to Solomon about it and he's mm-hmm. like, it all g- comes down to your your money mindset mm-hmm. and your relationship with money. Mm-hmm. And pretty sure I opened with that question too because he says that your relationship with money mirrors every relationship in your life. Yeah. And it was so beautiful. We've received some really lovely messages off women who were there just saying how much it changed their life. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. It's like I'm still currently trying to work out what my relationship with money is, Um, but he, it's just something – you'll hear it in the podcast. It's something I obviously need to unpack with someone who is a professional – Although I did speak to Zach after and he said he's actually on this um, movement at the moment of understanding his relationship. So he's doing the work and I forgot to ask him actually how he's doing it, if he's seeing a therapist. And this was probably a question we should have asked Solomon as well. Is it like something that you can do without seeing a therapist? I'm not sure because he said it's all about finding out your self-worth and mm. all that kind of stuff. But I wonder if it is a journey Maybe you have to ask him that tonight, Sarah's seeing him tonight, but is it a journey that you can do without seeing a therapist? I don't know. I will find out for yeah, you. Yeah, and I just thought of that question then and I should have asked it in the podcast, but it didn't come up. He's been highly requested for a second episode. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of a, a second episode. A 1.5 episode. Yeah, it is. So, um, it yeah, it was definitely interesting to hear what he had to say about – because money is so interesting and he'll talk about it. He's like money is an energy and if you've been listening to the podcast for the last two months, you know that Sarah and I are in this like energy, good vibe kind of journey and it's something that has been coming up in one of my manifestations that I listen to every morning and she – and it, do you know what the funny thing is? I listen to this one manifestation. I've been listening to this one for a month. I change. And I listened to it every morning and it wasn't until this morning that I heard one of the lines she said and I'm like, that is so weird because I actually repeat what she says and I've never, it's never actually registered. And she actually says in the manifestation, energy, uh, she's like money, it's a money and abundance 
affirmation and she says money is an energy. I've been saying this every morning and it has never clicked to me until this morning when we were speaking about and I was like driving and so many things are happening in our lives at the moment. I'm like, that's not a coincidence. I was driving to boxing and I was like, I am abundant. I am wealthy. Money. And it was like money was energy. And I was like, oh my God, that's so weird. That is so bizarre. Mm-hmm. I just heard it this morning. So he does talk about how money is energy and, you know, all that kind of stuff as well, which was so interesting. And and, and going through our stories from our, our childhoods and our parents' relationship mm-hmm. with money. Yeah. And there is a little bit there that oh, I hope, I don't know if you'll be able to hear it, but there was someone in the audience mm. um, who asked, she was kind of exploring what her energy, uh, sorry, what her relationship with money was. And she asked a question and I'm not sure if the podcast picked it up. So um, Matt, if you do find that, I don't know how it's raised the audio. I hope it comes through and I hope you guys hear it because that question towards the end that Solomon answers was fucking amazing. And it moved the whole room. Yeah, like we all clapped. You'll yeah. hear it in the podcast. So I really hope it picked it up because I think by the person asking the question, I think it's going to resonate with a lot of you guys because it resonated with me a little bit uh, in different in a different way that it resonated with her, but it was freaking amazing. Mm. Yeah, so it was really, really cool and I hope we can do more FIFI events like that in the future. And if you want to follow FIFI, if you want to do the 14-day challenge, it's nearly at the end, but sign up, do the course. Yeah, 100%. And um, and you know what? Like some of you might have been pondering about the thought and something that we're learning through this whole journey is some people are just not ready yet mm-hmm. and you do need that little wake-up call or that realisation and maybe you haven't had it yet, but that's fine. You will have it and don't freak out about not starting and all that kind of stuff. It will happen when it's supposed to happen. Yeah, I I think the first thing to do is just follow the page. It'll get you curious. You'll want to ask. You'll start thinking and then it might not be till next year you won't want to do the course. You'll do the course. But I think it's really important to follow um, the Instagram. And I'm not plugging it like that. Like I don't care if you don't follow it, but I think you should. (laughs) (laughs) No, like in general, I'm like not trying to plug it. I just think it's really, really useful and valuable. We, it's all about value. Yeah, and Solomon talks about that. Yes. So I think we should just dive straight in. Do you have anything else to say? No, honestly, it it's a really great conversation and it's something you might have to listen to a couple of times. Yeah, I'm excited to re-listen to it because I think – because Sarah and I were hosting as well. I was kind of in my head in work mode thinking, okay – what can I ask that's going to give valuable value to the audience or to myself? Mm. So I was kind of in work mode as well. So I want to re-listen to it and kind of take notes. Yeah. Do you? Are you the same? Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, I've got Solomon tonight. So. Yeah, I know. But it'll be it, it's it's um it was a great, it was great. And I think it's also really good to share with fellow female friends. Yes. And I know one of the boys from P5 is like, I want to send it to my mom. So I think it's such a valuable episode. And mm. it'll never go out of date. No, never. Enjoy, guys. We love you and keep on learning. Thank you. Um, so one of the first things Solomon and I started talking about with money was that money is a mirror of every relationship in your life. And I was like, what do you mean by that? And sometimes I still don't grasp it and we have conversations about this. But when you say that money is a mirror of every relationship in your life, what do you mean by that? Mm. Well, it's a mirror of every relationship in your life because 
you're there and every relationship you have in your life, you're a part of it. So what you're reflecting out when you're thinking about money, when you're talking about money, when you're um, spending money, any, any interactions you have with money, it's essentially a reflection out of every relationship you have in your life. It basically follows the same pattern. If you're someone who is um, quite fearful and anxious and you have that kind of attachment in your personal life, that will generally flow through to how you are with money as well. So it's, it's all connected. And generally at the centre of that is the relationship with yourself. Essentially, that's all there is. It's just a relationship with yourself and everything is a reflection of that. Be it partner, be it work, friends, everything. It's just a relationship you're having with yourself, the beliefs you have around what that thing is, and then the feelings generated from it, and then the action that comes from that. It's basically all you having a relationship with yourself. And we see money as this inanimate separate thing that we don't think much about, <clears throat> but it certainly does create a lot of feeling in us. And for a lot of us, we have nowhere to put it. We don't know what it means, but essentially it is a byproduct of the relationship we have with ourselves. So what I've been finding having conversations with a lot of the girls on FIFI is like they might do the course but then they they don't go in and purchase their first stock or purchase their first crypto because they still don't have that confidence to do so. Mm. What is that a mirror of? What does it reflect? Well, there's the key word. What? Confidence. Oh, confidence. Okay. They don't have confidence. Ah. Yeah. So how do we as FIFI help them build that confidence if we're not doing it through the course? Well, someone once told me the greatest investment you can make is in yourself, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think a lot of people that you'll hear online talk about that and it truly is why I'm here today. That's what I want to get across to you. Mm -hmm. It's the greatest investment you can make is in yourself, is in your own self-worth. Everything comes from that. Everything comes from how you feel about yourself, whether or not you, you, you believe you're good enough, you believe you're worth it, whether you believe you're ready for that opportunity when it presents to you um, or whether you're, you're too scared, you don't get up, you don't speak. The girls and I were talking before about um, uh, public speaking and getting nervous and I, I remember saying to them just before that, well, there's nothing to be nervous about because you called that in. Mm. You created that. And the only reason why you would get nervous about what you called in is because you don't have enough self-worth mm. or you don't believe you're worth it so you won't be ready to receive it. Mm. Yeah, and that's, and that's confidence. If you don't think you're ready to receive it, you'll either miss it or you'll, you'll talk yourself out of it. Yeah. And we are talking ourselves out of everything every minute of every day. Most of us run on an automated fear system. We don't have to think to be afraid. So that's automatic. Mm. But most of us can't hear what we're afraid of. And money is very, very good at inducing fear if that's what you're, if that's what you're um, running on or operating on anyway. So if, um, if you're not investing into yourself, the, the thought of receiving money, the thought of making money, the thought of letting it go mm -hmm. and it working for you, there's just no way. So speaking from a, a personal perspective, that was one of the first things we discussed was like money and you're like, what do you do with your money? I was like, nothing. Or like it makes me feel sick when I spend it. And that was probably one of the first things you picked up on. My language I use around money is like 
if I spend it? He's like, are you spending it or are you investing it? Mm. And can you explain that? Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. So that that kind of flows on from um, part of my mantra is um, unless it's an investment, I don't do it. So that's um, not just money, that's anything. So a lot of the, the, the work that I've done on myself is to build up enough confidence to be able to move in a way where if it doesn't serve me, if it's not an investment, if it's not going to work to build me up, make me better, make me uncomfortable in a positive way, I, I just I, I don't do it. Mm. And money works the same way. So. so you're saying basically if you lack self-worth, self-value, you're going to hold on to your money because you don't feel like you attract it back or that you're worth investing and spending that money? Well, if you're scared, if you're scared to let go of it, if you think things cost yeah. something, yeah. money will never find its way back to you. If you think things cost money. So it's a mindset thing, yeah? If you think you're spending money and it costs you something, well, it will, and it won't make its way back to you. But if you're mindful enough to slow down and think, well, am I investing mm. here or am I spending? If you're mm. spending, it will never come back. If you're investing and you've got that faith, it'll always find its way back to you. Like I spend upwards of I don't know how many grand a month on my coach. And sometimes I was talking to Zach before. Sometimes I'll only see him for 15 minutes in a month. It's an investment. So is that me wasting money? No. No. Because it's Why? an investment. Because it's an investment, yes. exactly. <laughs> and because it's an investment, I have absolute faith that that money. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> like, is that the right answer? <laughs> Um, so that money will find its way back to me because I, I totally believe in that investment. So I'm happy to give that over, to give, um, knowing that that investment will find its way back to me. So it's a matter of confidence, faith, and letting go. How do you know what your self-worth and self-value is? Because I, prior to seeing you, I would have said, oh, I've got like self-worth, self-value. And then I see you, I'm like, oh, fuck, I don't have any. Mm-hmm. I didn't have any. Well, <laughs> You're like it's not funny. <laughs> she actually did it. <laughs> no, but I actually didn't. Like, and that's like I put. I was a stereotypical people pleaser. I put everyone else's needs in front of my own, and I never took care of my own. Mm-hmm. And so it was my every day to build up my self worth and self value. I had to go for a walk not interact with anyone else and tell myself, like, it's okay to look after me first before I look after anyone else. Mm. Mm-hmm. And so then slowly by doing that, it has built up my confidence. I have changed the, the language I use around money. Like last week I was telling Solomon, I he's like, some, you'll get to a point where you go out to dinner one night with a friend and you'll be like, that is on me, like completely. And I was like, okay, that will happen one day. And I went out for a long boozy boozy dinner with a friend and it was quite a bit of money and they tried to pay. I was like the conversation was so good but I and I didn't know when it would come back to me but I knew that that night was an investment and two days later I was like, oh, my God, everything they were saying was just a reflection back at me and where I was at in my life. All those negative things they were saying, they were negative thoughts I'd had previously and I was like that's where you at. That's where I was at at that moment mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, now I know where to change. Mm. Mm. So I've just got a question to you. When you first started seeing Solomon, yeah. did you freak out about paying? Absolutely. And I used to say spend, spend, spend. Yeah. And then 
even recently, as soon as I got the bill, like the bill, I paid it straight away and someone's like, I noticed that. Like, and at the end of each month, it's like I reflect back on how much I've grown as a person Mm -hmm. and I'm like, holy shit, why would I not pay that amount the next month and see how far I can go? Yeah, but people don't do that. They don't see it like that, do they? No. No, they, they see it as a cost. Oh, no, so. it's like, like 100%. I'm seeing my bank balance go. <laughs> but it's just like. But you're seeing your self-worth go. go yeah, <laughs> exactly. And that's. And have a guess which one makes you money. Which one? Self-worth. self-worth. Yeah. Why? What's in the word? Worth. 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 Value. Oh, yeah. Mm. Worth and value. Yeah. So how are you moving in your life? Are you moving with value or are you moving with cost? Are you in relationships that cost you something or you're in relationships that are actually adding value? Yeah. Sometimes you can't work that out on your own. That's why you need, sometimes you need a little bit of yeah. a little bit of help. Stage one is to ask for help. Sit in front of someone that can help you unlock these things. Yeah. But that's the one thing that I realized and why I'm here tonight. If there's one thing I can help impart on you is to ha- take stock and have a look at your life and are you moving with value? What's valuable in your life? How much effort and time are you putting into it? Are you putting any time into what's valuable for you? If your life is not working for you, why? How are you moving? What's, um, what's that costing you? Are you aware of the cost? Yeah. And energy. To make money, you need energy. Money is energy. Money is just an exchange of energy. You've all heard that phrase before, an exchange of energy. Yeah. Well, if you've got no energy, money's got nowhere to go. Mm. Yeah, it's got nowhere to go. And so it'll either, if you've got it, it'll just sit in your bank account and you'll lose it. Or if you don't have it, you won't be, you won't be that person that can, that can receive it. And that's so I'm, yeah, something so. you say and you've said to me, it's like money needs movement. I was like, yeah, but you have to save at some stage. And he's like, yeah, but saving isn't the end of the means. You're going to move it. You have to move it after you save it. So yeah, you're you either going to spend it or you're going to invest it to grow. Yeah, you've got to move it to use it. Yeah. Well, it's a bit like self-care, right? You can think about self-care all day. Think about going to the beach all day, all day, right? It's great. No problem with manifesting and thinking about great things. But if you don't move your body, what happens? Stagnant. Well, you get stagnant. And money moves exactly the same way. If you don't end up moving it and using it, it'll get stagnant. And it'll just go somewhere where it'll get used. Yeah? So it'll, it'll, it'll go. One way or another, you'll either you'll either spend it, expenses will come up, things will happen, we try and hold on to it. And what happens to things that we try too hard to hold on to? You strangle it. Well, you strangle it. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. if there's one thing I can uh, – if there's one thing that I want you guys to get out from tonight is where are you – where are you at in terms of your self-value? Where are you moving? How are you moving? And is that paying you back or is that costing you? And if you look closely, your money's doing exactly the same thing. Yeah. And that's in all of your relationships in life. Yeah. Be it your partners, your work, your friendships. Um, we've talked a lot about people pleasing. Mm. That costs a lot. Mm. It costs a lot to yeah. help to help someone. Yeah. Yeah. I tried to help someone and I got bitten. Yeah. And that was a great lesson for me. Yeah. I welcomed it because that's what happens sometimes when you put your hand in to help. Yeah. And to please somebody else or to help somebody else. And it's not a bad thing to help, but. What's the first step then for people to add value to their lives and their work on their self worth? 
But what did you do? Um, invested I, do you know in what? Solomon. I invested in Solomon, but yeah. then I also had to get really uncomfortable and know how my body reacts when I'm uncomfortable. Yeah, right. And that's what I had to do. It's like naturally I was like this all day without even like recognising it. That could make sense because sometimes when I spend money, I get anxious and mm. I feel sick and I get bloated. So that's my body reacting wow. to spending. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. A problem. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like I get so like funny. I get really bloated and don't I, I get yeah. sick and I have to. Re- I'm like, why is that? And it is about when I spend. Yeah. Explore that, Tal. Yeah. But no, like seriously, yeah. because it might help someone in the room. Like, what? I don't know that relationship with money for you. Yeah. Well, you're spending. Not investing. Well, you're spending, not investing. It's, yeah. a, it's, a, it's a thing in your Language. head. Well, that creates fear when you spend. Yeah. 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 And we're, we're, we're fear-based creatures and we're always, we're always looking at how to survive. Yeah. So it's a word called scarcity, mm-hmm. right? And when, when you're spending, you're letting go of something and you're scared it's not going to come back. And yeah. So that makes you afraid for your survival. Mm-hmm. But when you invest and you take the time and you have a good understanding of yourself and you know where your money's going and you know where your time and effort is going, yeah, it creates a confidence that it's all going to come, come back, back to you. Yeah. And that's why I'm, I'm massive on having a really big self-care program, a really big um, self-development program. And you don't need to invest a lot of money for that. I've said on the podcast that yeah. mine takes about three hours a day. And people are like, who's got that time? Well, I do. I've got that time. So how much time are people making for themselves? Mm-hmm. Time is money, right? Mm-hmm. How much time are you making in your life to do the things that really light you up? And that doesn't belong to anybody else. That Remember, that person is just a reflection of you. If you don't make enough time, why should your partner make time? Well, they're not going to because you wouldn't receive it anyway even if you got it. So that's got to come from you. So making that making that time to do that work, to go for that walk, to, to move your body, to tell yourself that you're worth it. And also you spoke about discomfort. So yeah. voluntarily making yourself uncomfortable. I was saying before that I, I've got no preparation for our talk tonight. Mm. Absolutely none. All of this is off the top of my head because I want to feel uncomfortable. I want to feel that feeling. That's how you grow. Mm. And money money is attracted to that because that's, that's that energy of, of um, believing in yourself, that when the time's right, the information's going to come out. And I know how much work I've put in and how much time I've spent developing myself, years and years and years and years and years of it. I do it as a job, as a coach, as a therapist. It's part of, I'm lucky it's part of my, um, my, my resume that I need to do that. Mm. Um, but those, those years of moving and investing in myself in a positive way every single day, it, it, it's all starting to come back. And that's why I feel confident to sit here tonight and to have a chat about these things because it's worked in my life. I've come from absolutely nothing. Yeah. I've got a question for all the mums in the room that you, you're like, oh, I've got three hours. What, what do you say to the mums in the room that don't have three hours to, to themselves? Right. <laughs> my sister-in-law's yeah. laughing. Right. Maybe it's like. <laughs> well, I've got a story for you. Yeah. We're talking about this story, weren't we, about, yeah. about time. You've got to make time. And time can start really small, but once you give yourself that small amount of time and you believe you're worth that time, yeah, well, that makes more time. You can actually 
Why do mums not think they're worth that time? Why do mums think they're not worth that time? Why? Yeah, well, that's a question. Oh, oh yeah. Same with money. You get told yeah. those stories, right? It's a relationship. From your parents. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. And we also think I'm not a mum, so don't shoot me. Yeah, please. <laughs> but, I mean, I've, I've been around a lot of mums. I have a mum. And there seems to be a pattern of, well, actually, I feel guilty because the kids are more important. Does that resonate? The kids are more important. And if I don't look like I'm always giving to my children, well, that makes me a bad mum. Oh. That makes me a bad mum. Yeah? That, that story that we get told, well, actually, obviously, for us in this room, we know it works the other way around. So... In my early days, I used to work in, in the justice system and I used to work with families of people that would go away to prison. So that was my first job out of uni. <laughs> Fair to say I had no idea what I was doing, but <laughs> I saw, as I was saying before, I just made it up as I went along. Yeah. <clears throat> and I was in a room with a mum with five kids. Bloke just got five years. Jesus is, did not help that day, trust me. <laughs> Jesus did not help. <laughs> Jesus wept on that day. <laughs> sat, in, sat in front of me and rightly so, my first job as a practitioner is to not freak out, stay calm, breathe and acknowledge and validate. And so I did that. I breathed, I acknowledged, I validated, I sat with her months on end. That's what I did. Built the trust in the room with her. And then we got to, okay, what are we going to do about it? And the same thing kept coming back at me was, I've got no time. You don't know what it's like. I've got no time. You don't know what it's like where I come from. Everybody's so judgmental. I've got no time. Yeah. I've got five kids and she got pretty upset at me and she actually threw something at me at one point. That's how little, that's how little she thought of herself. Now, she thought that it was about her kids, but actually it wasn't. I knew enough then to know that she was just talking about herself. She, she had absolutely no self-worth. I didn't know what to do at that point. So again, I made it up on the spot. Because that's what life is, making it up on the spot. Yeah. And how well you can act under pressure. Yeah. And most of us, we avoid this, acting under pressure. But that's where you get your baseline. Put yourself under pressure. Figure out what... what um, uh, what you're truly like when you're under the pump. And we, we, we try and avoid that, but I'm asking you all here tonight to move towards it because that's where you figure out who the fuck you are because that's who's steering the bus. Well, I didn't know what to do, so I made it up on the spot and I thought, I'm going to give this a go. I said, next week, bring all your kids in. She's like, what? I said, next week, bring all your kids in. She's like, well, I don't think you know what you're asking, but all right, I'll do it. So she brought all her kids in, so all five of them. My God, <laughs> they ran right through that office, uncontrollable. And I was scratching my going, oh, <laughs> this might come back to bite me on the bum, I think. Mm. But somehow we, we managed to get them all in the room and some of them were playing with my hair. Some of them <laughs> were pouring paint on the, on the carpet. Like, if this works, it'll all be worth it. So I got five chairs and I lined them all up. And I sat all the kids down. And 
I said, mum, who's the most important? Or who are the most important people in the room? And she pointed at the kids. And I said, all right, kids, who's the most important person in the room? Who do you think they pointed at? Mum. Mum. All five of them just went, boom. And the biggest one, the biggest one got up, went over, sat on her lap, played with her hair and said, Mummy, I don't want to see you sad anymore. Aww. And I still think about it now and get choked up because it's, it's a, a hell of a story. Mm. And I said to her, if you go down, those kids are finished. Sorry for getting a little bit too mm. serious here. Yeah. We'll, we'll lighten it up in a second. But I said, if you go down, those kids are finished. So she had to start looking after herself. She had to start looking after herself. And it dawned on her in that, in that session that she's actually the number one priority. And if she's not okay, those kids are not okay. So, yes, give to your children, absolutely. But if you don't give to yourself, what, what mother are you being anyway? What father are you being? What example are you setting? Yeah? Your kids want the healthiest, happiest version of you. But the two things that kids want most of all is what? Attention. Attention. <laughs> <laughs> Love. Love. Safety, security, yeah? Yep. Safety, security. They want to know that they're safe and they're secure, yeah? But they don't get that mm. if, if mum is always stressed out or if dad's stressed out, yeah. yeah? But if you take just that little bit of time each week for yourself to go and build something for you, which is why you guys are all here, the impact that that has on, mm. on, on your family is that they get the best of you. And that's essentially why I'm here tonight is take the time to invest in your own value, what makes you light up. So we started with 15 minutes every week. She couldn't even do that. But she got to 15 minutes. She opened up a, um, uh, a notepad and just she started drawing. She didn't know where it came from and she remembered. When she was a little girl. She was um, uh, scouted by a big comic company because she, could, she was really good at drawing. In fact, she was amazing at it. And her father took her drawings and burnt them and said, no daughter of mine is going to draw effing pictures for a living. Oh, wow. So she got taught, even from an early age, you don't do things for yourself or it gets burnt. Mm. And so she drew something and then she drew some more and then she drew some more and then some more and 15 minutes turned into half an hour. Half an hour turned into an hour. She's at a local coffee shop and people started coming in and seeing her and they were so lit up with the fact that she was doing this. Everybody wanted to help. I'll look after your kids. I'll do this. I'll do that. So then she ended up getting babysitters once a week, babysitters twice a week, book club, this club, that club, woman's group, this charity, this thing. Yeah. And now this person owns her own gallery. Oh, wow. So I wish she was here tonight. 
to tell you about time and value and believing in yourself. Because here's someone that had five, yeah, and when you take one parent away from five kids, it turns into ten, yeah, double it. But that moment she decided to look after herself, magically people appear, magically help appeared. Is it magic? It's energy. Mm. As soon as she put a drop of energy into herself, boom, 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 all these things started appearing. Manifestation, right? Mm. She started to move with value. Value came to her. I'll shut up in a second. <laughs> no, mm. it's, it's intriguing. And then from all of that, again, she found more time. She created more time. She built more time. She got people in to help. She lost this idea that it's, it's shameful to to look after yourself because she learned that lesson in the, in, in the room that day that if she goes down, the whole thing falls apart. Mm. And now she works, I don't know, a couple of hours a week. Yeah. And people with lots and lots and lots and lots of money love her work and buy it and put it up on her wall and it makes her lots of money. Mm. So if she can find the time, all of us in this room can find the time. And I think the lesson really is there in, in not only finding the time but believing you're worth the time and then finding out what makes you valuable and pouring all of your energy towards moving towards that. What makes you feel valuable as a human being? Yeah? And if it's your kids, then you actually have an obligation to be the most valuable version of yourself. And that's mothers and fathers alike. But I think it's it's accepted that the blokes can go out and start businesses and do this and do that, but it's not so much accepted for, for mums to do it. And actually, I, I'm, I, I think it's the other way around. I think not so much the other way around, but I think it's even, even as important that the mums in this room and that the mums out there um, put that time into becoming the most valuable, whether that's if they start a business or not. Yeah. Because if that family system is is if the family business is work, working well, every other business will work well. It all starts at home. I work with people that make a lot of money, but their families are broken. And essentially that money ends up ends up eating them from the inside out. If it was speaking of relationships, yeah. Tal and I have a, f- a few married friends that they feel guilty spending their husband's money. Like they don't work and will go out or might get like, I don't know, expensive. Botox. Night. Botox, that's why. It's happened. This is an example. And a friend was like, I feel so guilty getting this done because it's not my money. Because she's like, I don't I work. I don't work. My mum used to have a good answer to that. I used to say to my mum, my mum never worked. My dad made the money and I used to always say to my mum, like, you're just a, you're just a housewife. Uh, no, what did I used to say? I can't no, even remember. No, I used to say something. My mum's like, no, no, I'm a housewife. I deserve to spend that money. And I'm like, oh, okay, interesting. Mm. Yes, but do you, do, you, do you believe that to be true? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Not when I was a kid, though. Right. I was like, you're just spending dad's money. But mm. she's like, no, no, I'm a housewife. I look after you kids and I keep the house clean. Mm. It's my job. Mm. Yep. I agree with that. Yeah. I do now, but not when I was a kid. <laughs> well, that, that's the conversation yeah. Solomon and I had. It was like, well, what's that husband's earning capacity if 
that yeah. mum's not around. True. If, like, do they have kids? I was like, yeah, they've got kids. And he's like, all right, well, if that mum, like, say they separate or say something happens, mm. what's his earning capacity if she's not there? It's cut in half. Yeah, true. I was like, oh, yeah, you're it right. It all starts with the family business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you mean family business? Well, the family business, the family. The house. Yeah. The house. Yeah, that, right. That's a business. Everything mm-hmm. is a business. Everything yeah. is connected, yeah? Business is not out there. Business is at home as well mm. because generally um, what's happening at home will have a massive impact on your earning on your earning capacity, yeah? If you're always stressed out and you're worrying about things at home, if things, you know, like I say, your partner's hands are either in your back or around your throat. Mm. You know, where are mm. your partner's hands? Around your throat or in your back? Well, you want them in your back pushing, pushing you forward, yeah? And so if she feels guilty spending her partner's money, mm. well, there, there's conversations they're not having around True. whose money Whose money is it? Is it our money? Is it your money? Is it my money? Yeah, so right. it's a yeah? language it's a, it's, well, it's a language and it's a communication thing, right? Fair. Maybe they're not communicating at home. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned. She's working just as hard as he is. Yeah, right. She's working in the business at home. Yeah. It's a hell of a thing raising kids. Mm. Yeah? It's a hell of a thing. And then taking it back even further. So is it is it not her money as well? Uh, absolutely. She doesn't think she's worthy enough. Yeah, that's, that's, ah, that's, okay. that's, that's where right. it is. our well, friend's self-worth yeah. comes in. Right. Yeah. Something she's got to work on. Yeah, I'll send her your She ways. needs to see Solomon. Um, is there anything else you want to ask? Yeah, I want to take minutes. it back to your parents' relationship with money and how that impacts yours. Because I know for me personally about why I probably had the fear about money is because growing up, well, I'll share my story around money. Um, growing up, I my mum opened my first bank account when I was like six years old and each week growing up, I'd see her go to the bank, put money in the bank, pay money off her credit card. That was like my first memory. You just put your money in the bank, that's all you do. And then second memory was like you never talk to anyone about money or what they're worth, how much they earn because that's rude. I was like, bang, second second memory, never talk to it. Um, a third memory of mine is money is evil. Like we had some unfortunate events happen out in our family and it was like money is the root of all evil. And I was like, all right, so money is not a good to ha- thing to have. It only like it's a power that someone has over you. I was like, shit, there's another memory that I've stored as a child. And then what was my fourth one? Um, well, my mum didn't actually know anything about how to make money. She didn't know how to make money. So I was like, I actually lacked that foundation of knowing how to grow it. So I was like, put your money in the bank, save it. Don't talk about money. Money is evil. And you won't know how to grow it. So that's been my life for basically 35 years is mm-hmm. I've just had my money sitting in the bank doing <clears> nothing. Like <throat> that's my story. And then that created a scarcity mindset because it was like, well, I don't know how to grow it. So it's just going to stay at that level. Like I really had a limiting belief on how much money I could make because I didn't know how to grow it. So could you see the correlation between that and the relationship you have with yourself? My, like, self-worth and limiting, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And now, like, to be honest, like, amazing things have started happening for me since I've started to work on my self-worth. Yeah. And I've got the confidence now to, like, 
go out and invest in new things. I'm going out and having conversations with people about investing, you know, once a week <coughs> and I'm starting to apply those things but I'm also, or like Tal and I have made it bad investments in the past because like when we did it we weren't well researched and I think maybe a bit of a, a greed ego, and agreed. ego was coming up when we invested. It was just like, oh, you said it was good, like we'll throw our money in it and it completely flanked. Mm. But that was also at a time where me personally I probably didn't have much self-worth or self-value. But I wouldn't even do that now. I'd be like, oh, let me research this now, let me have a look into it, and then I'd probably make a more calculated decision. Yeah, where does that come from, the calculated decision? Worth and value. Worth and value. Taking your time, yeah. understanding mm. whether it's an investment or whether it's a cost, and mm. that comes down to that comes down to self-worth, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because Tal and I were having this conversation. She's like, I she's like, I actually don't know what my story is around money. Mm. And I was like, well, I know you feel sick when your bank account goes below a certain amount. She's like, yeah, but I don't know what that means. I'm like. Yep. Yep. Do all you guys know what your story is around money? I like Tully. Yeah, I still, I just, yeah, desensitised yep. to spending it on like where you were saying like I could spend five grand on a bag, like a designer bag, mm-hmm. but if it comes to food, I'd be like, oh, do I really need that? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like such a, like if I can see the thing. Yeah. I'm happy to have, like, spend that money on it. But if it goes away and I'm eating it or something, I'm just like, oh, I'll find another way to survive mm-hmm. and eat. Yeah, interesting. You interesting. were just talking about before. I was like, I feel the same. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. Can we explore that? <laughs> like, I don't you know what that is. Yeah. Go on. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Nothing. Then let's explore it. I, like, do you want to know what your mindset is? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> just, again, be careful. Yeah, go, go. Tell me, ask yeah. me questions. Yeah. But, I mean, that's a, that, that's really powerful. Like I'm listening as you're, as you're speaking, like you can spend money on something that you can physically understand yeah. but on something that you need for your survival that you essentially, yeah. that, you cons- yeah. that you consume and that, that it's, it's your health. Basically, you can talk yourself out of investing in it and looking up two-minute noodles. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm exactly the same. Like I was just giving an example before. Same thing. I could spend money on a designer handbag. Easy. Investment. It's an investment. Yeah. And then I will go to Aldi. I did it the other day and I had stuff in my basket and I was like looking down and I was like calculating my head how much is. I was like, oh, I don't need all that. And then I took it out. Yeah. And I was like, when I went, oh, why did I do that? Like I can afford it. Why did I do that? Yeah, what were you telling yourself though? I don't know. And that's that's it. Yeah. That's the answer. I don't know. Yeah. That's yeah. the answer. Yeah. The answer's in 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 there. If you don't mm. know. It's worth exploring what yeah, that is for you. What, what that's you, what I was trying to explain to Tal the other day. She's like, I don't know what the feeling is. I was like, there's something there, Tal. I was like, go past it, go past it. There'll be a fear or there'll be a, some kind of belief of why you're not. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, food is sustenance. Food is mm. health. Food is, I mean, what other words can we come up with? Help me out here. Well, nourishment. Well, food yeah. is nourishment. But isn't this weird? I'll go to a restaurant and spend like $150 on dinner. Mm-hmm. 
true. So weird. I need to unpack this. Is, but I just I, I have to spend money on clothes. You're like Solomon's like Sarah. You come in in the same like similar style all the time. I was like I have to work on my personal value when it comes to what I wear, and like invest in my own appearance and self-worth because I just like like to camouflage in and so it's all about now like being okay with spending up not even going to use that word investing in my wardrobe because it's a reflection of my self-worth and self-value yeah yeah and I'm still not quite there yet but I'm like oh (laughs) yeah (laughs) like it's still like I was looking at a bloody Camilla and Mark skirt. I was like, it's $400. I was like, oh. I was like, I'll get there. I'll get there where I'll just be like, bang. Good. Mm. Good. Self-worth and self-value. And I'll bloody, I'll, when I wear that skirt, I'll bloody wear it to yourself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we have to wrap it up because yep. we need to get into the next section. Um, if anyone have any, if anyone has any questions for Solomon, should we? Yeah, 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 yeah please. Go for it. Please. Now or? Yeah, no, do now. Yeah. Yeah. Does anyone have yeah. any questions? Go. Um, so how, how do you find the right balance between uh, like offering, like looking for value in relationships and friendships mm. versus like you doing a chore for that person? That's a great question. Um, <laughs> I, think, I think what you're talking about is that, that compromise line. Yeah. Yeah. And generally when you have to compromise who you are as a person in order to perform that task, that's the line. If, if you have to give up something of who you are in order to um, perform that task or be with that person, that's, I think that's the balance point. Yeah, that's the balance point. People often talk about relationships as being compromised and to a point I agree, but um, to a point I don't. Relationships are more about sharing, and if you have to compromise, yeah, compromise. I don't really want to see you. I don't really want to see your, you know, you know your, your brother's kids or your whatever, whatever. But but I'll I'll go. I'll, I'll make that sacrifice because mm. I don't really have to give up who I am in order to do that. But if I have to sacrifice who I am in order to make you feel better about yourself, that's when things like codependence in relationships start, and friendships are like that too. Yeah. If people know you as a people pleaser mm. and they benefit from your low standards, yeah. they're generally not going to clap for you when you raise mm-hmm. them either. So um, that's that's the balance. If you find you're having to change fundamentally who you are as a person in order to fulfil that requirement, that would be the balance point. I think that would be the, the thing that I would look at. Yeah. Yeah. Has anyone else got any questions? Yep. You talked before about the lady who uh, yeah. went to jail. Yeah. Obviously, that's a different situation to yeah, it is. general. Yeah, of course. What role can men play in ensuring that women feel this self-wealth and um, yeah, that self-worthiness? Huge role. And what are some things we can do? Huge role. I think, I think for a lot of men, we get our identity and our worth from providing yeah, and um, and that's fine, but we also feel very uncomfortable. This is general here. We also feel very uncomfortable and quite threatened when our partners go out and create things or earn money 
So I think what we can do as partners is actually grow up and 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 lean lean into lean into what it means to be truly masculine, and that is uh, learn to to step into that vulnerability of our partners being their full selves, yeah, of our partners being their 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 fullest financial selves as well, yeah, and not be too um, I don't know what the word is uh, too insecure, hey. Too inferior, you know, and there might be times where your partner's maybe earning more than you. Celebrate that. Mm. Give the fuck. You're a t- sorry. You're you're a team. Yeah. Um, I'm 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 moving my entire life over to London soon to support my partner in her business endeavors because I want her to succeed. I want her to be the absolute best person she can be. Why not? And that's what a team is, right? So I think we have a massive role as men. To play in our relationships, in terms of allowing allowing our partners to to be the best they can be. Remember, your hands are either in their back or around their throat. And I think for a lot of men, our hands are around our partner's throat. There are a lot of expectations about um, roles they should play. Um, I think it's important. Everyone should know their role within within the family home. But I think as men, we 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 really need to get better at. Not being so insecure about our, our our female partners making making money, pursuing their dreams, opening businesses, and potentially doing as well, if not better than us. Who cares? I think that's where we can really get better. Yeah. Does that make? Yeah. yeah. Any other questions? Yeah. I think I think I know that my spending habits. And I don't know if spending habits and money story are the same definition or the same thing, but I think I know that my spending habits mirror my mother's yes. spending habits. And my mum's the breadwinner of my family, but dad controlled all the money. Like mum still doesn't know how to open each day banking or anything, but she earns the money. So wow. she can spend it however she wants, in my opinion. But I think my spending habits mirror my mum's, but I can't figure out for the life of me why that is. Are there, because I'm not the breadwinner in my relationship, my partner is significantly more than me. Right. So how do I, how do, are there like prompts or questions that I can ask myself to help figure out why that is? That's a good question. Why what is? Why my spending habits are that way and why they're, why they're mirrored my mum's, like why I. What are the habits? Yeah. Just quickly, what are your habits? Uh, I spend a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, really bad. No, it's really it's not really bad. Like, I'm not in debt or anything like that, but yeah. I will buy like I'll I won't buy big um like expensive purchases like to buy a three and a half thousand dollar handbag took me two years to right. justify buying that. But I could go to Zara and Uniqlo and Mecca and spend four lots of two hundred dollars like that. Okay. In what, what do you want your ha- what do you want your habits to be? Not that <laughs> but Better. Not spending money because I don't need these things. Like I have a wardrobe full of clothes. I don't need to go and buy these things. But I just, is it laziness? Like am I undisciplined? Or do I not really want that bad because I'm still doing those things? Or is it lack? Or is it lack? Lack. Or is it lack? Someone like the front said, don't know. Because I have that too and I just spend for no reason. Yeah. But it's like is it because you feel like you lack in other areas so then you just – buy what you can because you're in control of this area where you can accumulate clothes. Oh, she's, she's smiling. Uh, so. <laughs> so is it figuring out what areas that I feel like I lack? And building up the value in those areas, self, 
self-worth and self-value in those areas. You said before, I don't want to do that, but I keep doing that. Yeah. You know? A part of you still wants to do it. Yeah, yeah. part of yeah. you. <laughs> but if you don't want to do that and it's fun but you don't want to do it, the next time you're there, ask yourself that question. Yeah. What am I doing this for? What feeling is coming up for you in that moment? What are you really trying to buy? What are you really trying to purchase? Yeah? And you'll figure out that it's not the, the $200 lipstick. Yeah? You're trying to purchase something that Mecca will never give you. And then it's about understanding, well, what is that thing that you're trying to buy and it doesn't belong in that shop? And then figuring out, well, where, where is the shop where I can actually get that? Is that yeah. where, like, instant gratification comes in? Yeah, well. Like happiness or something. Yeah. 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 It's, I read a quote on the weekend and it was um, when talking about money, money is not the end goal or purchasing something is not the end goal. There's an emotion behind it, every transaction. Everything. Every mm-hmm. transaction, whether it's like a feeling of security, a feeling of like wanting to like be seen. So it's an exterior mm. validation. It's all, it's, there's an emotion behind every single yeah. transaction. Is anything not a feeling? That's a bit deep, isn't it? <laughs> but everything's a feeling. Yeah. So I yeah. think I think back to the question just yeah. so we can we can wrap it up full circle. I don't want to do that. Yeah. But you're you're trying to purchase a feeling in that moment. Take a few seconds. Potentially. Potentially. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I what? Mean, so what? Did you hear that? I mean, this is fantastic. Yeah. This is so good. Oh my God. If you ask the question genuinely, you know the answer. But fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I hope, did the camera pick that up? Because, <laughs> I mean, I mean, that was awesome. What did you just realise? Can I ask? And to probably, it's a lot to do with, um, I think my mum would buy, she wanted the nicest car, she wanted the best clothes because she was a female GP and she felt unvalued in every professional situation she worked in. So although I don't feel like that in my professional life, maybe in other areas of my life, I feel like that's why I'm trying to buy the things to validate that I belong in the circles or whatever. There it is. Oh, well yeah, done. girlfriends. Yeah. Woohoo! <laughs> well done. But that wasn't anything other than you were so brave. Your name? Olivia. Olivia was so brave to speak up and just yep. ask a question. And generally when you ask a question like that, when you take the plunge and get uncomfortable, look at what comes back. Yeah. Olivia she just would have helped so many people in their room understand yeah, their money mindset My as goodness. Well. And because and, and you asked the question, mm. yeah, and you were given the space to explore it and you were given the space to not feel judged by it. And thank you so much. Your name? Chloe and Nat. Chloe and Nat also chimed in with their with their stories and helped as well. And you created a circle. We created in here a circle of understanding. 
no judgment, understanding, a bit of courage, bravery, and discomfort, you came up with the answer. And you knew the whole time, yeah? <laughs> but fuck is it awesome when you can say it out loud. And now we <laughs> lift your head up. It's fine. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's absolutely fine. Next time you're out there and you're and you're in that shop, listen to those voices, listen to that feeling. Yeah. Let it guide you, let it teach you. Yeah. And and, and you'll hear the story, you'll hear the the feeling, the lack, the that impulse to want to, I think you said, feel better about yourself in other areas. So in those other areas in your life, what is it that you really need to be buying and where do you purchase it? What's that? Like, would it, one other way to be able to disconnect from that is come back to what you said at the beginning, which yeah. is an investment. What's that? Like, yeah. Would it, one other way to be able to disconnect in that moment of going, I'm going to spend the $200? Yeah. Is to be asking, is this an investment? Yeah. It's, it's a great, it's, it's one of, 100%. 100%. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it, it's an amazing prompt. Am I, am I spending money or am I, is this an investment? But you've got to have a little bit of awareness to be able to do that mm. in the moment. And that's why doing the work, I go back to doing the work, is so important. And I realise that we are going probably way over time. That's okay. I keep looking at your watch. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's good. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone else before we? No, that's it. That's it. Yay. I think the consensus is like, and me personally, I've been there. It's just like, looking at your relationship with money and then being brave enough to explore that within yourself with with someone else, having the right prompts and then working on your self-worth, self-value because that's mm-hmm. what it all comes down to. Oh, in, in, in Everyone in this room, just to invest in yourself, mm. just an hour a week. So I promise you it will change your life. One hour a week, go and talk to someone, yeah, Go on, go on, start a conversation. Just one hour a week, it'll change your life, I promise. Yeah. There are so many people out there ready to help. Yeah. They're desperate to show you um, these things that you can't see in yourself. Yeah. But you've got to take the first step. Yeah. Um, the first step to, to changing your life is asking for help. That's the first step. So I, I implore all of you to do that. Go and ask for some help. Go and spend that time. Invest in yourself. Do that for six months. Come back to me. If things haven't changed, I'll find another career. <laughs> <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you very so much. much.